thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 81. Or I shall live your epitaph to make, or you survive when I in earth am rotten. From hence your memory death cannot take, although in me each part will be forgotten. Your name from hence immortal life shall have, though I, once gone, to all the world must die. The earth can yield me but a common grave, but you entombed in men's eyes shall lie. Your monument shall be my gentle verse, which eyes not yet created shall o'er-read, and tongues to be your being shall rehearse. When all the breathers of this world are dead, you shall still live, such virtue hath my pen where breath most breathes, even in the mouths of men. That was Sonnet 81. That was... I, wow! I read it all, I think, without making a mistake. Um, I'm, I'm Mark Chasley, and this is, this is Shakespeare Sonnets. Um, for us, it's been a little while, um, but for you, it hasn't. So th- this is slightly weird, but I'm joined, as ever, by a, a very relaxed-looking... Thierry Healers. I'm not that relaxed. I'm just... just... Half asleep. Okay, well, uh, a sleepy Thierry. I I read that whole sonnet. I was. You did. You did. I am going to screw it up so badly. Now. I know. I can't wait. It, it's awesome. Um. Yes. Yeah, so just we tend to record in advance. Um, um. And we aren't at the moment. We're kind of we're living life on the edge. The wild side of podcasting is where we are right now. <laughs> that 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 should be the subtitle for uh, Shakespeare sonnets: the wild side <laughs> of podcasting. <laughs> I like that idea. The, the, yeah, because you you can't get more wild than a, than a good Shakespearean sonnet. That that is true. That is true. So, what do you feel about a sonnet eighty-one? I'm trying to remember. I I could have read eighty again before we started recording this one. <laughs> We're 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 in the rival poets, um, is where we are at the moment, or we were in the rival poet. I don't know if rival poet still goes on at this, this point. This this feels very. It, it doesn't really talk about the rival punnet. Uh, the rival punnet. That is that, that is a word now. <laughs> he he doesn't really talk about the rival poet here. It, it, it it's but we're more back to this kind of you, you, we will be remembered forever through these lines kind of thing. Yes, it's it's part of the the, the rival poet sonnets. The rival poet sonnets are kind of seventy eight to eighty six, um, but yeah, it's more a, a, I suppose a traditional Shakespeare moaning sonnet. This one, kind of that's that that is the term a Shakespeare moaning sonnet. Yeah, it's the I'm going to die and no one will remember me, but you know you will go on forever. It's so unfair. I'm going to go to my room and listen to my bloody Valentine. <laughs> a pop cultural <laughs> reference from Mark. You've heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Mark. Mark knows a contemporary band. I don't know who they are, but but I I I've heard the name referenced a few times with, with moody teenagers. So I, I'm quite proud of myself. That's two amazing things I've done today. I, how many amazing things have you done today, listener? I've done two. And and it is only a quarter to three p.m. So. The, the sky's the limit. What what could I do? But, it, I mean, it is. Pretty much this is the whole, you know, the uh, the earth can yield me but a common grave when you entombed in men's eyes shall lie. And it's just, I mean, it's a wonderfully poetic sentence, but it is very kind of, oh, life hates me, but loves you. 
pretty pretty much it is it's kind of an admiration though as well yes i suppose uh, i mean we are definitely back with her the fair youth is so amazing he will be remembered for all of eternity and and no one knows who he is yes i i and there is a there is i suppose a sense of uh self reference in that as well because it's always you will be remembered through eternity because of my verse and and in that yeah, we've got the yeah, yeah. It's, it's such virtue hath my pen so it's me it's me that gives you this eternal life i guess yeah that that's a very megalomaniac admiration it's like you are wonderful but people will only remember you because of me yeah it it's slightly slightly yeah megalomaniac about about his place in society because at the same time in this sonnet he is saying that i i shall just get a common grave i shall just die and won't be remembered which we we know isn't true but um yeah i i i will just die but you will live on forever because of me i wonder if there's kind of a sense of self self sacrifice because i mean his skill his his writing skill isn't but due to the fair youth he could make anyone immortal essentially so he's chosen the fair youth yeah that is, that is true but then from his point of view that the, the or at least what he tries to say in the in the sonnets is that the fair youth is so amazing that he couldn't write it about anyone else. I suppose that's true. Yeah, it is the fair youth that inspires him, which is 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 interesting. I mean, I, you, I'd love to see a short list. You know, there's uh, my my children, no, my child that died, that no, my wife, no. <laughs> Don't be silly, Mark. No one writes about their partner. <laughs> the Queen, no. That, <laughs> I'm going to write about someone of the same gender as me who's much younger. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm I'm going to write about the twelve year old boy living down the road. <laughs> yeah. Who probably sees me as the creepy old man. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, freaked you out a bit. That's a very different image of Shakespeare. It is, but it's it's more it's probably more accurate. We really need to get a Shakespeare scholar to just confirm that image for this. <laughs> If we ever get a Shakespeare scholar, they'll just shout at us. <laughs> what? You, what? You've completely misunderstood. How do you read 81 sonnets and completely <laughs> misunderstand Shakespeare's work? Yeah, that might happen. It's quite likely to happen. Um, but I, we've enjoyed it. And I think people have enjoyed listening to it. So it, it makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think it's sort of... This is kind of quite a straightforward sonnet again, which is which is fine, and these ones work quite well. And they tend to be the ones with the nice imagery in it anyway. Um, uh, we, the the idea that um, the fair youth um, will be seen by by eyes that have not been not yet created been, and 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 uh, and tons to be shall being shall re- your being shall rehearse, and I just it's quite a lovely idea that. Um, Ooh, ah, okay. Sorry, you. It, I thought Skype froze, then it didn't. But um, no, no, I'm still here. I can just very still. I'm just very good at sitting that's, still. That's, that's fine. That that sentence turned around in my head very weirdly. I can just be still. Thierry has come come back from a a trip gallivanting around Europe, where he's been using every language every language but English just to stick it to us English people. Pretty pretty much. 
I do not need your fancy English words. Who, who does? I mean, you've got brilliant French words like pomme de terre and, and wonderful German words like um, Zucker. Uh, uh, and, mm. and wonder, wonderful Luxembourgish words like pimpumple. Exactly. See, I'm learning. I, I am I am a master in French and German and, and Luxembourgish now. You're becoming very international. A suave international man. <laughs> um, who who obviously um, eyes that have not yet been created shall I read and and tongues to be my being shall rehearse. Wow. I would love that. Just 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 a hundred years from now someone will rediscover these podcasts and just go, Who was this mysterious man <laughs> called Mark? <laughs> and why was he just so weird and beardy? And wonderful. They won't be able to see me. Mm. They won't know I'm beardy and wonderful. No, no. We we should there are photos of you. Face, Facebook will remember, and the NSA will remember you forever. That's quite threatening when you say that in the in the context of the internet. There are photos of you has a slightly different connotation. <laughs> That's quite bad. If if I say it in my sex, no, voice. don't you dare. <laughs> we, I had enough of that. Ooh, ah. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you particularly strikes you about Sonnet eighty one? It's that's pretty much what it is. I, I like the line, "Your monument shall be my gentle verse," <laughs> which is just just. I mean, if if Shakespeare was ever full of himself, that line is pretty much it. Your monument shall be my gentle verse. Yes, I like that. That's I yeah. That what I am creating is is better than a, a massive tombstone or a, a massive vault or a building in your honour, what I'm creating for you is the best it can be. But there's also that, there's like a slight contradiction in that as well though, because monuments are usually considered massive, huge buildings and constructions and gentle kind of just I don't know, it's just like, look at this massive tower block and look at how sweet it is. Yes, I suppose the the juxtaposition, ooh, using a proper literary term there I am which which basically means words placed next to each other, um, <laughs> of of monuments and gentle. It's it's quite nice. You you don't tend to describe architecture as as gentle. Not really. Not 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 if you call it a, well. You wouldn't say the shard in London is is gentle. Yeah, but the shard is ugly. I, I, it just I looks just, like just... every other skyscraper I've ever seen. To be fair, but a bit more curvy. It it doesn't have any interesting features about it though. No. It's it's just at least the gherkin is kind of an interesting building. It has a nice form. I like the gherkin. It doesn't look like a but, gherkin but... though. No, it doesn't. It I, I it looks like something else, but not a gherkin. But just yeah, I don't know. The shard looks more like if there is ever going to be a post-apocalyptic world with just a weird evil dictator looking down and having control that the shard is going to be the building yeah yeah i can see that just just that and empty wastelands around it (laughs) and and all the tube stations looking like westminster just just so empty metal and, and what is it is it an office block i don't know there's a restaurant in it in doctor who that's that's true that's about as much as i 
I have no idea. It, it probably is office buildings. Maybe we should Google that. The shard. <laughs> office buildings. Is... Maybe we should we should get in here some office space in the shard of the shard in London. That'd be that'd be a good use of of, of finances. Me and you podcasting be... from the top of the shard. Nah, it just yeah, it, it looks it it looks yeah boring. I, it's, like you say, it's not interesting. It's not definitely not a monument to someone's gentle verse, or or a monument is is their gentle verse. So I, I mean, I suppose the, the oddness of this sonnet, to me, comes from the fact that it's about death again, but it's actually quite a nice, sweet sonnet. It's basically saying, you know, that that same idea that we have a lot, which is you'll live forever. You'll be known for all eternity, even if you, if you die, but you will be eternal. But it's about death, and both the fair youth's and Shakespeare's death. It should be a sad poem, but it, it's not, and I, I find it quite it's nice. Slightly optimistic, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I quite like it. Um, I don't really have a lot more to say about this 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 sonnet. I'm not sure there is. That is is very very straightforward. I'm I'm impressed by the the Wikipedia synopsis is only two sentences, so we're doing better than Wikipedia. <laughs> I, it, it, it literally the synopsis is whether the poet outlives the youth or vice versa, the youth will live forever though the poet be forgotten. Ooh, bad English. Uh, the youth will live in poetry to be recognised by generations yet unborn. Um, that's that's Wikipedia. That's kind of what we said, but in in much nice with nicer yeah. words. The juxtaposition of our words was far greater. That's. <laughs> I, I I we should. Oh dear, we we'll, we'll start talking about enjambments <laughs> and, and, and we should have a, a, a alliteration, a and... podcast of us just misusing literary words because I would find that hilarious. <laughs> that could be the final episode. <laughs> so, sonnet one hundred and fifty-four, fifty-four, and then just, just. Do it all wrong. <laughs> I really like the alliteration of uh, making rotten here in this one. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes, I think we might do that. If we do do that in the last one, it was definitely on purpose. Yep. Yeah. Well done. You've heard it here. Just go back to Sonnet 81 and then... Well done for covering us. Um, would you like to, to read this one out then? It's a nice short I, I can try. Today. Sonnet 81. Or I shall live your epitaph to make, or you survive when I in earth am rotten. From hence your memory death cannot take, although in me each part will be forgotten. Your name from hence immortal life shall have, though I, once gone, to all the world must die. The earth can yield me but a common grave, when you entombed in men's eyes shall lie. Your monument shall be my gentle verse, which eyes not yet created shall overread, and tongues to be your being shall rehearse. When all the brothers, when all the brothers, <laughs> that is totally the word. It should be. I'm sure it was in the original. <laughs> when all the breathers of this world are dead, you still shall live. Such virtue hath my pen, where breath most breathes, even in the mouths of men. Excellent. Nearly. 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 You should go on on a three-week holiday more often. That was um, Sonnet 81 of Shakespeare Sonnets. I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And, and we are flatterable. There isn't a b- proper term for that. We are. You can flatter us. 
which is a cool micro donation service um, where you kind of subscribe and once a month you add say five euros to your account and then you can dish that five euros out in one big piece or as many little pieces as you want per month um, to to podcasters and and tweeters and anyone creative essentially it's very very cool so you can check that out but we'll be back next time for sonnet 82 um, and, and i'm sure we'll both read that one flawlessly hopefully Excellent. see you next time <laughs> bye bye you've been listening to shakespeare sonnets with mark chatterley and thierry hellis this has been an in-ear entertainment podcast to listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment go to www.inearentertainment.com